right on, right on. Okay, back here at Racers Alley, uh, heart of the mission. And uh, like I said, uh, we're getting the show started here. And tonight we're going to have a wonderful guest. Uh, Evan's back from uh, uh, Monkey Motor School. Uh, Wade Boyd's going to be here, uh, be our co-host. And uh, going to have a nice tales. And uh, especially about the uh, you know, past couple of months and how things are going. So uh, back to you shortly. Thank you for being here and enjoy some Weezer. Yar.
yeah. So, boy, oh, boy, we're going to have a Robbie Moto Tire guy here tonight as one of our special guests, as well as a, a Monkey Moto School Evan. And uh, they're going to be due on their way in here in about five minutes or so and uh, going to have a great show talking about our latest events. And uh, Wade Boyd ought to be coming by soon as well. All right. So, I'll be back with you shortly. Welcome to Racers Alley at Mutiny Radio on the Heart of the Mission. And uh, thank you for enjoying our show tonight. And uh, listening and uh, we'll be back shortly with some tales interesting ones yar So now we got Robbie Moto Tire Guy, Mr. Evan Monkey Moto School, and Wade Boy just showed up. So give us about five minutes, and boy, we're going to have a nice conversation about some pretty interesting stuff. Cheers.
buddy, you know, Robbie Moto Tie Guy was just asking a question, you know. I was like, uh, slowly we're getting more than three actually listeners. And uh, yeah, you can listen to us right now from 6 to 8 live. We're at www.mutinyradio.fm. So we will always have uh, be live here from 6 to 8 on Thursdays. And if you want, I heard we had a caller here in the previous show, which would actually be our first and uh you can always call us here at 415-550-0511 and uh chat with us as well live yara yara all right we'll be right back shortly and uh enjoy some weezer
if anyone's actually out there, we're having technical technical difficulties, and I don't think we're actually streaming live. So if we are, you're lucky to hear us. There could be a thought process, but uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get back to you soon. Cheers.
are streaming and everything's working so well. Welcome to Racers Alley at Mutiny Radio. Y-R-E-R. We got uh, Mr. Evan, uh, Monkey Moto School here, uh, Mr. Robbie from Motor Tire Guy, and of course Mr. Wade Boy Subculture Racing as our host. And uh, so basically, uh, give me a second here and the uh, boys will be on in a second. Uh, how you guys doing? Real good. Real good? <laughs> Everyone say hi. Hello. Hello, Robbie. Hi, hi. Happy hi, holidays. All right. So we're all here. Ta, ta, ta. Is this thing on, right? So anyhow, uh, welcome back. And uh, let's see here. What I'd like to do is... Uh, Give me a second and we'll be back shortly because we seem to be having interference. say you know thank god we got robbie motor tire guy here today to sort us out you know getting slowly you know learning the system right and he knows how to <laughs> knows how to type in and use a computer so that always helps as well thanks robbie you're welcome <laughs> you are you are the boys get a little closer to the mics and that way we won't have a little bit more feedback so anyhow get comfortable and enjoy so i want to say uh thank you again for all our sponsors we're here at mm-hmm. the radio in the heart of the mission and pamtastic's wonderful and they always have their comedy club show here on Friday and uh, if you want to learn how to be a comedian uh, they have a great uh, show on uh, Mondays which is uh, you know basically uh, you comedians and you learn how to uh, uh, a joke workshop I guess is the easiest way to put it and they usually have that from six to eight Mondays so uh, Pamtastic's always around and uh, if you really want to become a comedian and get on the air start with a joke workshop and then you end up on Fridays and have a great time at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse so uh, it's great here we have a great uh, studio and a lot of space here for about you know i want to say like 25 people and we've got a nice stage we have a piano like wade's been trying to get a pianist here to come out and play during our uh, breaks here over here and uh, doing our show racers alley and uh, again i want to thank uh, tokyo moto for uh, helping us out and uh, racing times with parts and tires and uh, service as well and cc rider toe always helping us out and any motorcyclist if you need any help this this uh, any time where you need a ride cc rider toe is a great guy because he usually comes out and uh, takes care of you within an hour or so depending on a schedule where you can wait all day for AAA which is a, which is a big deal and uh, so this weekend I, I just want to first bring up a, a special event that went on by the uh, Dames Don't Care which is a women's uh, motorcycle collective here in the city bunch of badasses and uh, yeah uh, great time i think this was the third annual uh mini moto tt over on treasures island and uh, i want to say the first year it might have been pouring like crazy and uh they had a tt out there and everyone had a great deal of fun no matter how wet they got they had a little jump in there i forget how many turns and uh you know uh again uh 
I think, uh, Robbie, were you there this year? Yeah, it was a good time. And uh, Evan, did you race? <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Uh, so let's see I what tried exactly real hard. Went. What happened there, boys? <laughs> oh, man. I was in second place for two laps until nice. I, I biffed it on a hairpin. Yeah, so... Uh, and I didn't qualify for the... Uh, the, the next heat so the, yeah, the, that was the main yard that was a little bit of a sad sack the rest of the night but uh, it was still a fun time out and what did you take event. Uh, i raced my uh scooter it was a kimco uh, people 150 keep kimco people 150 wait, wait that's over the 125 limit uh, 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 no, no 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 that's only for bikes uh, cheater gotcha <laughs> nah. uh, you know yeah they don't want you to have some fun bikes out there so anyways um how many folks were out there? Do you think when you were racing on your on your heat? Yeah, I want to say it was about 150 some odd people, and uh, Emily said it was I think 72 racers. Holy moly! And that was so. There was a uh, uh, expert class. There was a sportsman class. There was a women's only class. There was a kids class. Wow! First and, time for that. Yeah, and there was a scooter class, and it was all a lot of fun. Yeah, well, good I mean, people, always good times. Exactly, motorcyclists and, and having a good time. Good, good course too. Yeah, uh, Robbie, who who was uh, who set up the course? Uh, Michael Day. Michael Day has been known for that. Uh, he used to run uh, back then in the Supermoto USA. Supermoto USA. He's well known. He's he's, he's 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 an enthusiast. He's he's actually, you know, one of the guys who really brought supermoto hard racing back. I believe. Well, he's the circus master. He's just very good at uh, running races and uh, truly, yeah. truly, truly. And uh, I mean, you you rode back with him in the day in Stockton, correct? Yeah, just for practice days. I didn't uh, race, but um, yeah, yeah, the, the Thursday nights or something out there. It was like uh, really hot. And, uh, go out there and have some fun. I think Wade and I even went out there uh, one time or another, Stockton Stockton way, right? Yep. Yep. What, what were you running then, boy? That was a million years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, KX five hundred. Um, um, um. If I had, that's the only bike I took that I that was mine. I borrowed a few. Yeah, fun, fun time. So uh, it's awesome that he got to put the event uh, together over at the Treasure Island TT. And uh, he had help as well. I don't know the, his helper's name, but of course, the dames are there. And uh, thank you for anyone who volunteered. Uh, I know there was a, a ton of tires in the back of a truck out there somewhere. I think uh, Niles Folan brought uh, that big um, lighting tower. You got a bro deal on that, so awesome. we had good lighting. Niles is also a, a big name in the industry, uh, you know, local, uh, you know, part of our community here. So uh, anyone else you can think of, Robbie, to give the shout-out to? Because uh, you were out there, and Evan as well. I mean, uh, both of you guys had a great time, and I heard there was uh, also toys collected. That that was our cover story. <laughs> so hopefully they were able to get the toys out there for the children as well. And uh, I think uh, the the Hooger Hides did a lot of uh, work and helping flagging and uh, a lot of helpful stuff. Sweet, right on. Well, thank you again for the Hooger Hides, and I hope to have them on the show at one point. But uh, because um, they are actually uh, what it uh, land speed racers, land speed, land speed, a total badasses. Uh, uh, Jim and Leslie, uh, boy, uh, their inspirations really. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. So anyhow, Evan, you were able to go out, just do a couple of laps, and then uh, the scooter just fell apart? Or <laughs> <laughs> No, no. You know, I just grabbed a little bit too much front brake on a hairpin while uh, there was 
some gravel. Gotcha. Because, you know, the scooter, it's got the, the brakes that are both on the front and getting used to that uh, rear brake on the left Oh, hand, that's right. Which, uh-huh. you know, I read that thing all over the place, but when, when you're in a race and you got to make sure you're <laughs> off the front brake in that turn there. Yeah. If I recall yeah. correctly, the uh, scooters all went off the end of the hairpin. They didn't know not to make a left. Everybody went straight and everybody's staring at each other. That, that was before that. I'm trying to make the story concise. Yeah. So at one point, uh, everyone's swimming the track. I mean, I did that at the aisle once. And uh, yeah, luckily there was a place I could go straight in because everyone was going right. And I went straight. Uh, yeah, it was right after Windy Corner. Where is everybody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyhow, uh, right on. So you guys, uh, I'm glad that you're able to uh, let us know how the show went and give us a little detail because, uh, you know, folks out there listening, uh, it's nice to have um, those odd uh, motorcycle events where everyone goes out there and just has a bunch of fun. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's not like being on big bikes it's a it's it's a it's a good time unsanctioned and unofficial and unsafe at any speed is always good fun well you know i mean uh true you can hurt yourself at 40 or 35 but you know it ain't like you're going a million but uh that that uh, you know that being said you can really hurt yourself at 45 uh we uh we just heard that from uh one of evan's uh students but uh, we'll be <laughs> get, we'll be getting to that in a little bit you know uh wade how's the el camino running Really good, really good. Yeah. I got an A so far, and it's everybody likes it. It's famous, you know. Yep. And anybody walking down the street, look, there's an El Camino, blah blah blah. It's El Camino. Nice. So yeah, good to good to have that one out there. You know, now we have another truck. You know, yeah, exactly. Just saved saved my bike and my roommate's bike the other day. Two bikes in a row. Awesome. And uh, I hear right now, uh, apparently, uh, you have a uh, Moto Guzzi being shipped to Australia. Yep, uh, I guess it's a Le Mans, but a 1000 Moto Guzzi, 1980. Yes, it's and it's purple, totally purple, <laughs> full fairing, everything. It does 150 miles an hour, and that's a that's a bit for a Moto Guzzi. And, and, and Wade, uh, tell tell us about uh, how it got that horsepower. Um, I, Ed Millich built the, the motor. He's well known. Um, Rich Daniels built the bike, and it's his project. It's his bike and everything. I was over nice. at Workstot one day, and Ed showed me his kit. So I told Rich, his kit is is kind of impressive. I like it, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you check it out? So anyhow, here we are. Uh, Ed built the motor. The, it's actually built for the Isle of Man to do the classic TT. Awesome. Um, which is a lot of top-end um, just flat. It's got to go flat out, almost like doing Bonneville. Gotcha. To be able to survive, and um, it's got three races under its belt. First two had teething problems. Second, uh, third one, we got the whole shot, led for a lap or so, and I got to see who I was competing against. Was that at Daytona? No, it was born at Daytona. Um, the first race. Second race was Willow Springs. The third wow. race, okay. it actually worked really good, which was Miller. Holy moly. Um, the clutch worked. Most everything else worked. Now they've learned, but we were geared for Daytona um, and the Isle, and we're at Miller, which is a small track. So uh, now they geared it down, and I told them, I was like, I don't know. We're going to Phillip Island, which is really fast. I think you're going to have to change the gearing like back again to the high stuff. Yeah, one taller gearing that way you can get the, the topper speed, the yeah. top speed. Yeah. So yeah. On, a, on a Guzzi at shaft drive, where do you change that gearing? Uh, yeah, good question, Robbie. Good question. I haven't done it, and uh, if you don't know how to do it, it'll take all day. But 
supposedly, yeah, you do that, that, and that, and then you change the uh, drive shaft and rear the gear on the yeah millage, is a, millage it, is a known name for moto gucci's i mean he's built the best bikes out there so if there's one person who can do it it's pretty yeah. much him so he, he we were at the the second race and which was willow springs i go i'll be right back i'm gonna go to the can uh we we hop on the bike and we go out there rich was checking the tire pressure i come back like a minute or two minutes later and he goes we're done we're out he messed with the um, the air pressure. He touched the valve, and the valve fell apart, and we had a flat tire. Oh. Instantly. Uh, yeah, oh. it is. What? One of those things you don't think about. It, like, yeah. bolted together. Oh, uh, no. So it fell apart. Um, so we basically, we got it back together. We got a tire. We, uh, we struggled, and we took just in time to miss our race. Um, and I got in another race instead. So, so at least you were able to go out. Yeah, cool. Um, so that was teething problems on that one. Um, anyhow, it's been running really good. We did some minor adjustments. The last race it did really good. Uh, it kind of got hot in the end, so we didn't do the race after. So they put in bigger petcocks and fuel lines and stuff and more teething problems. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Eric Lindauer is is my mechanic, so I'm sponsoring him with my KZ to go down there and ride at the same time that we're pushing this bike through. Eric Lindauer is also going to Australia as well. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And and so he's going to be my mechanic, but he's going to ride my, one of my bikes also. So he's riding and racing and. Nice. And just having a great vacation. Truly, truly. And I mean, uh, yeah, I would like to be out there someday. And hopefully uh, if the tides go well, you know, I, I will be. And uh, yeah, you've been out there now five times. Yeah, this will be my sixth adventure. In sixth Philippi. adventure. And that that's awesome. And uh, first few times you did it on the sidecars with uh, Christine. Yeah. First, the- uh, actually, uh, um, the sidecar was there even the third time. But I've been on sidecars every time I was there. Oh, but wow. I've, okay. But I've also done solos half the time. Nice. So, so uh, you're doing a little bit of both. Yeah. Since you're out there, why not yeah. enjoy that track so like that? I it's mean, all seriously. about, the, yeah, it's, all, it's about, they, they sell it about the challenge, which is um, each well, country sort of against the U.S., against the U.K., against uh, New Zealand, against Australia. And your best total of your 10 riders makes who actually won the race very interesting so i mean it's a it's it's a collaborative team effort and in, in a sense everyone wants everyone to do well you know i'm sure other teams would help teams as you know everyone helps racers racers help racers but i mean that's kind of neat where uh, collaboratively yeah i mean you and also i mean you gotta bring people who can uh, you know show up and actually race you know that's yeah. a big deal yeah you know got to be unintimidated by going across the world to be able to go out there and hold it wide open you know yeah exactly who wants yeah. to know how we don't have quite enough and they'll give us a somebody from you know new zealand or australia the, the, a spare person they've got around wow. that can fill our spot and i'm sorry i haven't been there for you man yeah. <laughs> yeah, so i gotta work but on we, that. <laughs> we got the total invite we got a full team we can um put up 
uh, we actually get free shipping to get there. Yeah, that's, you that, you know, that's a, a big deal. Yeah, you got to have a bike and be willing to take the jump. And and a, and a bike, of course, has to be a certain age, similar like uh, armor here? Or, uh, yeah, different. 82 and back. So that's kind of similar to armor, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so if you have an armor bike, uh, theoretically, you can go to uh, Team USA and race in Australia. You just uh, got to contact us and figure out how here we are here at 415-550-0511 and you can always find us here of course at uh, www.mutinyradio.fm so i just tried calling that number and it rang and rang did you hear anything oh, oh yeah yeah i saw you and i was in the middle of a conversation with oh. wade <laughs> it does work it does work i have a light dude okay. so i can see stuff that you guys can't see here all right so let's take a little bit break we'll be right back with you and then we're going to talk to mr evan about some quite interesting uh yeah some tales have been going on the past three months and i i love him to death and i'm so glad he's here and uh boy oh boy so uh listen to some weezer if it's still working and we'll get back to you soon and cheers Every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. messing with the sound right now trying to make the phone work so just enjoy Weezer on and off yeah
welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. And the boys and I are just uh, rehashing and have a good time. And just uh, when we got off the air a second ago, uh, we are live here, by the way. And I never really mentioned that. Uh, you can always call us 415-550-0511. I still have yet had a get it on the year but anyhow uh, also again you can always listen to us at uh, www.mutinyradio.fm we are live uh, I, I guess I don't stress that enough when I put it out on the Facebook and social media type shit but anyhow uh, yeah so uh, I just got off the air and our friend Ned. Wade Ned is Ned a, Stibling Ned Stibling gave oh, us our first South Carolina yay First phone call, right, Wade? First phone call. He got through. He didn't quite get on the air, but he said big hi. Yeah, we'll get him on the air. Ned, we'll get you on the air once I figure out how to actually do that. And yeah, Wade, uh, how's he doing? How'd you meet? You guys are pals. Uh, he just hunted you down? Yeah, he's doing really good. So he met us at Daytona, and he was wondering if we were coming back. Awesome. So it's, it's cool. You always make friends everywhere. You know, I mean, you know... Uh, when I first met you, Wade, it's uh, hanging out, and we went in a lot of places, and it's true. Everywhere you go, you meet people, and you, they end up being friends forever, really. I mean, uh, especially at the aisle, that type of yeah. thing. No matter where you are, they go, hey, man, I'm over here, that type of thing, which is really, really cool. So, uh, Ned, a big shout-out. Uh, hopefully, uh, get you on the air next week. I'll figure that out. You know, give us a holler and, uh, you know, go from there, right, Wade? Yeah. 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 Right on, right on. So, anyhow... Uh, Boy, a couple of new t- things happened. Uh, let's see. Our friend Robbie Moto Tire Guy just got a motorcycle. Holy moly. Really nice bike, actually. And it's like, uh, you know, we all get in an age where we're, uh, you know, uh, we've all had different type of bikes if we've ridden long enough. Sometimes they're, uh, you know, sport bikes. Sometimes they're dually. Uh, sometimes you try everything in the world out and you just end up sticking with something. But after a certain age, it ends up being that you just want a particular type of bike that's a little bit more. Uh, comfortable a little more upright and you know you're not going to go shredding anymore but the bike is actually capable of uh going a, a pretty good pace especially nowadays i mean when you when you talk about certain ccs i mean there's no such thing as a slow bike that's over a thousand ccs right so anyhow robbie uh what'd you get uh yamaha fgr 1300 what year oh six with only ten thousand miles on it boy you know uh so the folks that uh, don't know uh, what we're talking about out there you know the fj 1300 is more upright bike it's a one of the you know uh, it isn't a gold wing and uh, you know it's 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 not quite at the st 1100 it's, i would almost almost you know it's definitely a sport tour is what i would call it, it uh, you know and uh they come with the saddlebags which is really neat not really it's, saddlebags hard luggage the clips on clips off yeah okay hard luggage yeah our saddlebags i guess it's a reserve for the uh, cruiser crowd cruiser crowd soft yeah, stuff that yeah. doesn't clip on clip off yeah well cruiser crowd in my book but anyhow um yeah beautiful bike and you know they're they're out there but boy oh boy that is that is so beautiful the mileage uh those things will go probably a hundred thousand miles easy and the deal is i mean uh one of our boys scotty uh one of our uh sponsors uh, let me throw in the old pitch there tokyo moto scotty's uh, a mechanic there and he has one and uh, he has r1s and other bikes and you know what he takes to oregon and washington the FJR. He goes, you could sit on that all day, Robbie. You literally can. <laughs> you know, you know, I think we all agree that bikes are sort of a self-image thing. How you perceive yourself when you're younger, you 
want to be a Ricky Racer sport bike guy. Yes. And then you get a little older, and then maybe you go dual sport because uh, for the city, the rice rockets aren't so great for the city. And then you get older and even wiser. <laughs> or, or a little rounder. <laughs> rounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you want to, your passenger to be comfortable and have luggage and uh, maybe ride to Canada or beyond. And then you think, well, the rice rockets, is not going to be really well, comfortable? Yeah, my, no, it just makes no sense. My really, chiropractor you know? will drop me as a client. And, uh, yeah. Well, you mean, you have the FGR 1300 and the other, you know, me Spectrum, you would have the uh, KTM Adventurer with all the metal doodads and everything else, you know, the metal boxes and meant to go to Brazil up a goddamn, you know, mountain stuff. And, yeah, so, I mean, there's two different Spectrums now for... Um, these are more advanced bikes that I would think are more of our, uh, uh, the demographic I would say is over 40, you know, uh, those type of things, uh, you got one way to go now. You can go really big with those adventure bikes or you can actually get an FJR or something like that, you know, and it's I a, think what a, more upright. What it boils know, it down, depends on what you want to do. Some people can only afford one bike and one bike doesn't do it all. But at some point, uh, maybe you get more than one or two or three bikes, and you have a bike that covers each spectrum of what you want to do. For the city, dual sports are the way to go. For you know pure performance, you know the sport bikes, but they're not really that comfortable. And then uh, for distance, you know you get a distance bike, and one bike doesn't do it all. And uh, it's nice to finally have a distance bike that's good for a, a passenger that opens up new avenues. No, I think uh, that's uh, that's very true. I mean, uh, you've always wanted to have a dual sport a sport bike and a, and a long haul. I mean, wait, I mean, you've, you've, you have pretty much, uh, you know, a few of those, right? You know? Yeah, a few of these, a few of those, but I don't have a sport touring bike. Yeah, you do. The Cabo Camel, that'll do a thousand miles. <laughs> right? You did that before, go is, back is, in the old is days. Your, is your lower back still up for that? Yeah. How would your body feel? Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my neck gets tired on that stuff, but uh, it, it works. You just tuck in and stay there. Yeah, there's so many types of bikes out there. You can almost do like a Venn diagram, where it's well, like it kind of does this, it kind of does that, it kind of does this. Oh, you want that bike? Well, nowadays, I mean, also, I mean, Robbie got this bike that's that's phenomenal, phenomenal, and it's 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 just like clean as a, I got a '99 R1 that way quite a while ago. That. Um, boy for four grand i got this thing and i could have actually said hey dude you know the tires are you know rer and the chain is rer but i that's the bike exactly i would i want it and it was goddamn perfect i didn't even here's four grand Give gorgeous me, you got a title yeah no arguing you know and uh, that's i got exactly what i wanted even though i knew i knew it needed stuff but you know at that at that point it's just like you know, it's prepared to, to give that money, and uh, your bike, Robbie, is just spotless, man. Oh man, you know it came with everything as well. You got a couple of upgrades, and uh, that thing will go to, like you said, you're thinking of going up to Canada or Canada. But uh, yeah, uh, that bike's just set up already for it. Yeah, and I think uh, what we're learning as uh, old used bike buyers is you don't have to spend 15 grand on a new bike. You go in the 10-year-old department and you look for clean, low-mileage 10-year-old bikes. Exactly. And they have 98% of the power and features that today's bikes have for l less than half the price. Well, you can actually walk away paying for it and then not pay 28 grand or 14 grand, depending on what the BMW or Yamaha or, you know, all that shit's expensive nowadays. And, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and the thing is, I mean, what really is a difference 10 years later? Anti-lock and what? It's like, if, if, if you're into that sort of thing, that might 
be a yeah, thing. I mean, they have t- five more horsepower, the new ones. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm selling my uh, 04 yeah. CBR 1000. And uh, Wait, you, know, you got to get that. Yeah, you should buy that. And uh, new ones are $13,000, $14,000, and they have 10 more horsepower. And yeah, exactly. I mean, and all the electronics. I mean, uh, right. Yeah, that's why I kind of like and what so, I, I mean, have. And so, I mean, you get a 10-year-old bike, you save oodles of money, and it does 98% of what the new ones do. You're not going to use the ABS anyways. You are. I've never ridden uh, way to ever, ever run around on the ABS. Have you ever had a chance to... to, to uh, Barely. The 600 that I'm racing, I went and asked if it does, and supposedly it does. We all but turned it off and everything's... And, yeah, I, yeah. I learned how to ride without it, so you just pull the fuse. <laughs> the gotcha. There you are. So Evan, uh, Mr. Evan Arkush, uh Well, I don't know how to introduce. Where so. do we begin? <laughs> Where do we begin? Exactly. We had a break here earlier, and so anyhow, boy, oh boy, I love you to death, and I'm like, you know, it's just like, yeah, you just had some very interesting, like four months at least. Boy, where one month after another, just. Shit went down, didn't it? I'm just getting it out of the way for the next couple of years. Exactly. Know? Well, you know, things and you're good. I mean, uh, you know, uh, interestingly enough, I mean, uh, you know, you, you mentioned that car thing earlier where you went down going on a right just to just I've done the same thing, man. You know, it's, I've run over a, a bicycle thing thing because I was preoccupied, you know, but I didn't crash. You know, but uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, at one point t- make it, turning in a right and hitting a, a bicycle thing, but uh, that ain't nothing. Was right? it a little bicycle median, like a little raised curve? It was a median, yeah. I was actually leaving in the morning from my house in the hay to go teach somebody how to ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> bad so way I to start the day. <laughs> and I was hauling ass to get to that uh, lesson, and I was kind of running late. And uh, a cabbie just stopped when it was a green light, and these people walked into the street without looking left or right. So I busted around the corner, looking back, giving a little bit of stink eye. And I do this damn street every day. Yeah, so, exactly. So and I just sir. turned my head into the corner just at that moment and forgot about the the little bicycle median. And it was barely sticking up, no sign or anything. And I ran right into the thing and dumped it. <laughs> and, yeah. and these people stopped cold and and didn't hit me so I kind of waved at him and said thanks for not hitting me <laughs> and I the, the rear set was busted off so I had to get the thing I was able to get it home and yeah I mean uh, it's just like oh, well I mean it's light enough bike and we've hit the ground so many times it's just Bob's it's your kind uncle. of a joke and you don't really it, think well you about laugh it. at it I've laughed at the stupid shit well, I've done falling over I mean trust me well, good old that. Adam from uh, <laughs> from Bender's he's got the uh, the Ninja 250 he's been trying to sell me for two months and yeah so I called him up that morning. I said, hey, can I get that bike from you today? It's beautiful. So, <laughs> so I went and got, a, got the bike from him and taught my afternoon lesson. Sweet. barely skipped a beat. Nice. That's a beautiful bike by Adam, by the way. we got to get him on the show. Anyway, Robbie? So something to be learned from this is oh, you go that. to Thailand a lot. You believe in like Zen Buddhism. And so what we learn from this is getting distracted while you're riding motorcycles can be not good. And so... You were dishing out the stink eye to the taxi and the other people, and in doing so, you were distracted, and then in return, you got the stink eye when you went down from all these people. I didn't get the, you know, I, I basically everybody who saw it was frightened, yeah. and I, yeah, I got off the okay, bike, dude. I moved it off to the side, and I went back to the cab, and I, I said to the people in the back, I was like, it serves me right. <laughs> 
And I looked at the cabbie, right. and I'm like, you're there. a dumbass yeah, for stopping like, oh, there. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I called him out, but I also called myself out, and everybody laughed. And No, I blame myself cool. for a lot of my crashes. But, but, like, unless the car actually hits me, then I blame them. But lesson yeah. learned, there's lots of distractions on the road where you want to flip people off and yell at people for their bonehead moves. And what it does is it takes your mind away from what you need to be doing. Well, and so you kind yeah. of got to... You know, pull back and not be dishing out the disdain for other people and focus on your game. Because when you, as you lost focus, you know, given the taxi, the stink eye, you know, karma. Robbie. It was, it was step median. Honestly, like, okay. I think one of the things that we do as riders in an urban environment is we try to do everything right and right on and. And we got to do it quickly, and that's the only way you're going to win this game. And if you lose it for a moment, then sometimes that shit happens. Right on. And, you know, Robbie, you know, just like you're saying, um, physically at work, I mean, uh, at work, it's like I, I, I mentioned, literally, it's like um, I might have mentioned to you guys, just like I am going to stop yelling and honking at people going to work every day. Because I'm doing this like five times before I get to work, blah, 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 blah. And literally, since last Monday, it's just like I went from like, you know, caffeine and decaffeinated as a fucking, you know, motorcycle sneaker. But yeah, it makes a huge difference to not yell at everyone. You every growled all the way to work. work huh? Yeah, RER. So now I just go through and I'll do a beep, RER, or whoop wub to get through. But now I'm just like, that's not even part of my breakfast cereal anymore. You know, it was like wave once you, in a while. Yeah, really you're well. No, I do. Both sides. No, uh, people open up for you and shit. And it's like oh, yeah. It's like so. Anyhow, um, yeah, it's a, it makes a huge difference a, to go not go to work every morning, even though you are people doing things. But now you expect it. Oh, yeah. And uh, more Zen path. And I gotta say. You know, makes a huge difference. Don't go in, yell at anyone. You know, get to my peeps, rub peeps, whoop up to get out of the way, beep, peep, to look, are you, are you? But I'm not like, you know, rap fucker or god damn it, get out of my way, are you, are you? Being old granddad, get off my lawn. It takes you and off you know. your game, the game you have to focus on. You're losing bandwidth yelling at people. You got to focus on you yeah, and your why game. Why are you yelling at people right. in your helmet? They ain't hearing you. This is, you this is actually a great topic. You know? <laughs> this is actually a great topic, and we, can, we can go is. into this in detail. But I, yeah. I will say that when I teach people how to ride, this is a specific section. We talk about traffic theory, and we talk about managing. and Managing? And, yeah, and not being angry, but being effective. And and if you flip people off, then you're not actually – if you flip people off, then you are not actually going to – you're going to you're going to get an instant enemy. You're not going to get somebody who's learning something and you want a teaching moment. So if you if you maybe look at them and point and go, "Hey, come on. We're all in this together." versus flip them off, it's going to make a difference. You can quell your instant grat for a moment and you'll get way more out of it and and for the next guy too. Well, you know, it's also bringing as a bringing as a writer humanity into the situation you know i used to write uh, for urban moto a million years ago and you know part of it is you know i, I think we uh, we made a bumper sticker at once uh you know your friends are your motorcyclers are friends and family you know uh but uh yeah it's true and you know if you can put that on a bumper sticker people can actually think about actually you know that might be my neighbor's daughter you know, or actually, that might be my, you know, my friend's wife. I mean, it's just like, or son, kid, whatever. You know, but uh, nowadays there's a, you know, um, 
I would say, which is really, really cool, probably a 40, 50, 40, 60 now. There's a lot of women out there riding, you know, which is wonderful. You know, so, I mean, uh, everyone's riding out there. And if you, if, if you can have a bumper sticker like that and uh, put it out there and people will see it, they'll think less of it, be aware more and look. You know, because R.E.R., yeah, it could be anyone out there that you love. And, yeah, you know, temperament, everything else as well. And I'm feeling a lot better not being an ass on the way to work. You know, I was like, R.E.R., yeah, yeah. what, what good does it do to do that? You know, I mean, uh, it really doesn't. You don't want to be the road warrior swinging in a club while you're going through traffic? Well, there's no cause for it. You know <laughs> Sometimes I mean? there is. but Well, truly, tr- truly there is because they're all out to kill you. But the problem is, I mean, by me yelling at them, they're not paying attention to me. I mean, just beep, 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 or, but, you know, to get enraged and yell in your helmet is just like, just the wrong way to go to work. So I just stopped doing that. No. Period. I got some and I feel a lot fucking better, Robbie. I gotta say, dude. I, I, you know, I really do. I get in and even the people at work, you know, my, my folks at work, I always wonder how, when he takes off the helmet, how is he going to look? Yeah. I've been a lot happier. Yeah. Exactly. I, got a, <laughs> I got a handful of old spark plugs you can carry around. You just yeah, fling them. I'm not that type of guy, man. I'll have my nunchucks. But anyways, you are. So uh, let's get a little bit of a break, and we'll be back shortly. And then we'll talk about exactly Mr. Evans' uh, second endeavor.
R.E.R. Welcome back to Racers Alley here. Mutiny Radio, heart of the mission. Wow, having a great time. Uh, holy moly, you know. Uh, gotta thank our uh, sponsors here and there. And uh, we got Iron Man Moving and uh, Moto Hub SF. Right now, Dimitri's having a great time in, uh, I guess you would say, uh, Mexico. Right, Robbie? He's at- Baja, and he's Baja. freezing his noogers off. It's cold there right now. And his really? jacket broke, and he's freezing his ass he's off. He's in the middle of the desert somewhere. Yeah. Well, I think he made it to San Diego today, but he's been down there for like six weeks. Oh, so hopefully we'll have him here next Thursday. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Next Thursday when the show's not on? Well, the show will be here Thursday. Oh, you said Christmas or something. No, uh, Christmas. Actually, this is our Christmas show. Say uh, Merry Christmas, boys. But anyhow. Um, Merry Christmas, boys. Yeah, yeah. Happy Hanukkah two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cheers. Uh, I don't like believe in Christmas, to tell you the truth. I think it's, uh, you know, uh, based Blah, on what? Uh, what, you know. Anyhow, <laughs> let's just go this way. So, anyhow. We were just mentioning earlier about uh, going through some certain issues, and uh, Mr. Evan out there, you know, boy, oh boy, you know, I was really, really worried about you, and uh, ended up, um, holy moly, you know, you watch movies and stuff, and you got stuntmans, and I've been around the block, (laughs) and, um, you know, I've been hit by cars a lot, and I'm sure a lot of you boys, well, actually, Robbie, probably not, but... uh, I try to keep that to a minimum. Yeah, I mean, but not me, man. I could tell you many, 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 many many car stories but uh the fact of the matter is uh you know wade as well uh you know he's been around the block uh but me i have a i have a weird um, relationship with cars and being hit by them in in many different ways and uh holy moly you know uh, mr evan uh you're just uh, minding your own business. And you just got this wonderful bike that we talked about the last time you were our guest. You we were mentioning your beautiful bike, which was? It was a 2018 Yamaha MT-09. Rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, I mean, that thing is uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Gorgeous but. triple. Yeah, it was uh, 847 um, power everywhere. Yeah, I love those rims as well, you know. And uh, anyhow, uh, that Yamaha, you know, things happen. I've I've been around that block as well. And uh, so you're minding your own business and you're walking, you're riding down the street. Yeah, I was in Soma. I was going to the grocery shop and uh, going through an intersection. Nobody in the section except for the one woman approaching opposite me. She wanted to make a left and instead of stopping and waiting for me to go through the intersection... She barreled right through. She made a left. I slammed into her grill, landed on the hood of her car. She got out of the car and sort of said, I'm sorry. And then she ran away on foot, leaving me on the hood of her car. (laughs) She proceeded to run away. Holy moly, she proceeded to leave. That's a sad state of affairs in humanity. So many people are doing hit and runs. They just run away from it. It just no, blows that, my mind. It's, it almost seems like now the norm, which, which, like you said, Robbie, I mean, that's a, that's a sad state of affairs where people will do that. But, um, you know, rather than get this in a downward conversation that way, um, boy, oh, boy, you know, the fact that you're sitting there are, you know, it makes for, a, you know, a scene is like, it was like, look at her sideways, you caved in her, you know, her windshield, and it's like, sorry, she bolts, it's like, I smashed up her windshield pretty yeah. good. Well, good, maybe she'll have to get a new one. Anyhow, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, going from there, 
I was really worried about you because that ended up causing a, a little bit of a, a leg situation. Yeah, I had a pretty big pocket of edema on my left leg, and it's uh, about 90-something percent dissipated now. Nice. And there's still a little bit of a bloop, bloop in the leg, but it's it's about gone. Yeah, it takes, it was, a, uh, it takes a while. Well, I mean, uh, when did, yeah, it, yeah, uh, it takes a while to heal, dude. How long ago was the yeah. accident? Two months? Three months ago? How long? It was uh, mid-September, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, um, a lot of people would actually not ride, not do anything, but, I mean, we here in San Francisco, you know, uh, we're tough, and we'll ride until, you know, rope, broken bones and everything, so, sorry, you know, a guy today was asking me, he was like, will this work? Will this work? And it's like, you really can't ask me because I've done things that you really shouldn't do. So uh, I'm a guy who will, like, ride a bike that's ready to blow up. I've been <laughs> ridden with broken bones. I've, you know, ridden flat tires. I mean, Bob's your uncle, you know. But certain, you know, you don't have quite that uh, new nature on there. So anyhow, I'm um, glad to have you. And uh, boy, oh, boy. You know, uh, unfortunately, that bike ended up uh, getting uh, totaled. But, I mean, you're here and, you know, uh, got through everything. Uh, let's let's get away from the dark side yeah, here. Let's, a have a ha- let's have a happier conversation. So, anyways, yeah. so you were a teacher to person the other day. And this is going to be a happier conversation. <laughs> yeah, because it's not it. you, dude. Because yeah. I wasn't writing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. You want me to tell you about that? No, yeah. um let me say something you know uh, i've taught people to ride uh you know since i was a kid actually you know i mean uh it, it, it takes a certain gumption um all the guys i ever taught to ride it was a big mistake to teach them because they usually just immediately crash you know and uh, i can go stories from there all the girls i ever taught to ride holy moly they just sit there in the parking lot do exactly what i wanted them to do and hurry and just go on the circle and says totally totally listen to exactly what you're saying guys are do let out the clutch but and it's like no uh, so Bob's what you're really uncle. what you're really saying is guys don't listen Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't listen to anything. Jesus. I, I, I don't know, think that's totally too. fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I also think it is a, It is up to well, the person who's um, who's teaching them. You know, it's, it's a big responsibility to crack the whip if people are doing something that's stupid. That being said, uh, fellas listening, girls listening, uh, whoever's listening, um, Evan actually teaches professionally, and he's he's actually uh, the, the way the, the way he he uh, deals with his clients. I mean, he talks on into a, a um, how could you say um, Zen? Not Zen. I mean, you, you each customer you evaluate, you talk. I mean, but you, you it's a lot about talking first, and then getting where they're going, and then uh, entrusting them. Listen to me, and am I wrong? I mean, you really try to to get a, 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 a relationship with the customers? What's your methodology? Well, first of all, it's a benefit that you're teaching one or maybe two people at a time and not 12 different types of learners all at once. And so you can give people the number of repetitions, and you can put a level of detail in, and you don't have to simplify concepts. So that's, you know, people are definitely going to learn better. You know, um, I've been a personal trainer for 20 years, so I've been dealing with people and their brains and their bodies and trying to connect those two things. And so to do that with a motorcycle isn't a huge departure. Yeah, we, well, I mean, there's other uh, 
I guess climbing. There's a lot of other sports that you have to connect with the machine you're doing, and motorcycles are definitely one of those. Like those, which, um, you can get hurt, but also, uh, yeah, uh, you're dealing with a, your clients on a, on a personal basis, which they wouldn't get from going to like DMV or something and just trying to go around a circle. But people do that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they try. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy when people come our way. And there's people who fail the group courses and come up, come to us and say, this is my last ditch effort. And I have people who've passed the group courses and they say, man, they gave me a license, but fuck if I can go out there on the street and right? feel safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of departures, uh, what about this ninja departing into the concrete wall? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, Let's get around to that, and we can talk about other stuff. (laughs) Truly. Anyway, so talking about um, having having customers, like um, taught a person, he went right into a Jaguar once, and... um, Evan, apparently, you know, he had a boy the other day, uh, or or, or a person the other day uh, riding a motorcycle, and... What exactly happened? Yeah, well, so first of all, I've been teaching people how to ride for about 12 years, probably a couple thousand people, and this right here was the worst one. And um, yeah. I'm going to just tell you up front that the guy came away pretty unscathed, so he's all right. It, it ends well. Yeah, that's um, always wonderful. Yeah, it was two, two lessons in two days. His Jeez. first lesson he did well. His second lesson he was doing pretty well. I was having him do some circles and eights, and he had a momentary brain fart. He was probably about 20 yards away from this wall, but he got on the throttle. He whiskied a little bit, target fixated, and went right into the wall. I kept saying... Clutch, clutch, clutch. <laughs> he did not pull the clutch in, nor did he get off the throttle. Went straight into the wall. I scary, saw him, scary. I saw him fly in the air and flip midair, and I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to find on the other side of this Been wall? Been there. Holy moly. So, yeah. so I get over there, and he's kind of on his hands and knees, and I'm like, can you feel your fingers? Can you feel your feet? Hey, can you wiggle stuff? And he was all right, and he started to look up. I'm like, don't look at the bike. Don't look at the bike. <laughs> and uh, he was like, my balls kind of hurt. <laughs> so I'm like, your, yeah. your nads hurt? That's yeah. all you hurt is your goddamn nads? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be all right, buddy. And he was exactly. fine. And, and you know what? He was a super nice guy. And I hope he calls me back once he gets his head wrapped around it. Because he wasn't. it wasn't egregious. It was just one moment. He was fine. He's yeah. certainly not the worst... Uh, person in in terms of uh, of um, cognitive ability that I've had. No, I've target um, fixated. You know, uh, you do sometimes. And it was in a parking know. lot. And when he gets out under the road, he'll be much much better. But it oh was boy. a moment. So yeah, whatever. And uh, he was nice. He was honorable. He gave me four grand cash for the bike. So. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle, the and you get a new, uh, get a new bike for uh, uh, teaching. The only bummer is because this is a radio station, we can't show you pictures of the bike. The front wheels totally taco, and I mean the bike. I'm gonna work on that actually. We're gonna we're gonna somehow get a website and be one of these. You know, yeah, that would be kind of neat actually to get live, but can't even get the phone to work right now. So you know, good luck with that, right? But uh, I'll be working on that. So let's take a little bit of a break, and we'll be back shortly. And then. Uh, Enjoy uh, the Weezer. <laughs> Weezer, Weezer.
If you want it, you can have it But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it Cause everybody
Yeah, we are. So, you know, it's always a great time. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the uh, winter season right now. And uh, all these racers out there are probably uh, rebuilding their motors, thinking about next year and having a good time, uh, you know, uh, eating uh, right before Christmas. And after that, they'll actually actually do some uh, physical work. But uh, I want to say, you know, uh, happy holidays to everything and uh, everyone, I mean. <laughs> you know I have feel how I feel about holidays. But anyways, uh, you know, you always want to thank our, thank our uh, sponsors. And uh, like I said, Monkey Motor School's here. Mr. Evan and MotorHubSF.com. Mr. Dimitri, I hope to see you next week. Hope you're listening. Molotov's Bar. You know, it was great. Thank you very much. Last week we had our fifth annual clothing drive and uh all our clothing and food is donated to saint anthony's which uh, which is cool so thank you stephanie vanderland over at molotovs we had a great time and thank you everyone for bringing all those clothes that was really cool you know and uh actually that being said we'll be probably be over at pop's bar in january uh probably third or fourth week about keep you keep you keep you apprised anyways bender smart thank you for johnny and everyone else out there taking care of us yeah are and uh we'll keep going from there so uh and uh anyway uh boys got any uh, got anything uh to thank for it's christmas so what do you want to say it's all christmas out there uh just uh health is number one being able to walk on two after an accident uh, is what it's all about. The bikes can cr- go into the crusher, but as long as uh, you're up and at him after an accident, it's a uh, glass half full. Yeah. Amen, brother. And Always uh, be safe, right? Yeah, just a uh, warm roof over your head and uh, beer in the fridge and gas in the tank. And, uh, you know, what more can you hope for, right? Exactly. Uh, well, you know, hanging out with <laughs> friends and, uh, you know, dinners. I mean, truly. Uh, you know, it's a it's an important thing. You know, uh, Wade, uh, how, how's everything going for you? Are you heading out uh, vacation or anything? I thought you were heading out of town. No, I'll be around the neighborhood for a while. Australia, Australia's end of January. It's end all, of January. It's almost January. Okay, that was end of end of December. Okay, so yes. yeah, we'll we'll be seeing you here for a hair. Right on, right on. You know, and, uh, but, uh, Evan, uh, Evan, you, you what what you, what what are your plans? Day after tomorrow, Mexico, baby. You are? Where? This little town called Chacala. It's on the uh, west coast of the mainland, a couple hours north of Puerto Vallarta. You are, Robbie? Me and 60 of my closest friends. Oh, yeah, you were mentioning cool. this. Yeah, it's going to be uh, quite an event. It's a, it's a gathering. It's like a reunion. <clears throat> no, uh, three of my friends and myself turned 50 this year. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so we're doing that. And, uh, Big we're, you know, we're, yeah. and then we're going to go to Tequila, Mexico. Some of my people in Seattle have bottled a tequila up there. And it's not quite in California yet, but it's called Sparkle Donkey Plug Plug. What? It's actually pretty, pretty good quality <laughs> tequila, to be honest with you. And, uh, so yeah, you know, we're gonna go to Tequila and we're gonna do some adventures and sit on a beach and get a little brown. Awesome. Damn. So speaking of sitting on a beach and getting browned, uh, we're I'm doing Thailand in February, and uh, so there was a talk. Uh, it's motorcycle talk, riding a scooter in Thailand and living to tell the tales. Because uh, uh, you've been there to do that, you're still here. I've been there and done that and still here. Never had but my there, show. 
are some mm-hmm. gnarly bad drivers in Thailand, and there's a face That's fart. That's to hear. Mostly white ones. <laughs> yeah, and there's a Facebook page called Bad Driving in Thailand, but brace yourself. There's some gnarly stuff on there, but it's just, uh, I can't really explain it. you just got to be careful. It's worse than here? It's worse than here, dude. Before you go to Thailand... Give me a call. <laughs> yeah. You know, never been out there and, uh, you know, uh, try to keep everything around home here. So that, that being said, uh, holy moly, uh, Christmas show. Uh, everyone out there be safe. And, uh, well, we got a bunch of roads out there that are, I guess there's not uh, anything going on on the SMR as far as uh, any debris or anything out there. It's there's always stuff on the road, especially yeah. after a windstorm or rain or this or that. Uh, there's particular corners that there you got to just believe it's going to be there, and if it's not, it's not. But yeah, so the weather's definitely been taking its toll going up yeah. north. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yeah. But it's right beautiful right out there. Totally, totally. And Shoreline is open again, or is it flaggers at a couple of places? Uh, it was closed for like a year, two years. Shoreline um, before Stinson Beach wasn't that closed. Yeah, it was. They they got it opened again. It, they had like four or five stop signs for a while and they whittled it down the first section is clean they did a nice job on it but there's one more um place a bridge under construction up north just before olima so it's still a little one way uh one lane each way yeah one lane with a light yeah yeah but it's still a Always a very nice time out there, and uh, weather's being uh, kind right now. It's going to be uh, definitely a little bit colder, I imagine. Everyone uh, just get a little bit uh, warmer out there and uh, just be safe, right? And uh, another note of war, uh, tomorrow's December <laughs> 21st. You know, it's the winter uh, solstice, right? Yeah. So it's the shortest day of the year. If you're sad because it gets dark early, it's starting. To, it's going to get better after tomorrow. So we've hit bottom tomorrow as far as uh, short days and long nights. And so uh, tomorrow's the day. It changes, and it'll, days will start getting longer. So there's there's hope. What Robbie's saying is now it's getting that way. Check your tire pressures. Check it. Yeah. Always once a month. Always Come check on. your tire pressures. What once yeah. a month? Once a week? Yeah, once yeah. 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 Right on, right on. So anyways, uh, open that throttle. Yeah. Open the throttle always. You know, I want to thank again, uh, you know, the uh, dames for having that great DT uh, out there. And it was a really nice time for you folks. I mean, really, you know, Robbie and Evan, uh, 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 Robbie, anyways. Uh, it's neat that you were there and I, you know, uh, we're able to talk about it here. Yeah, you know. wonderful event. Thank you, dames. Please do it again. Thank you, dames. Thank you. We love you so much. Well, I imagine it's a great endeavor. I imagine it's there's some a lot. Work. There's some work involved, but it's a wonderful event. I'm glad they do it. Well, earlier we were mentioning all the names that also helped as well. You know, oh, I mean, Panda. It's, it's really neat. Oh, Panda was out there as Panda. well. Yeah. Nice. You know, I mean, uh, all those folks went out there and the trucks full of tires and uh, the two layout and everything. Uh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Cool. So, hopefully, they will come out next year. But um, you know, they they do what they do, and uh, you know, they've had their local runs for the city as well, which is really cool. I, I missed last year's, but yeah, it's fun. And, you know, when uh, clubs are able to do that, you know, it always be neat actually. To uh, there was an old time where uh, you go up to uh, over there and do the soapbox derby racing, top of that hill. 
you know, we should almost get that back to, back together in a uh, guerrilla type of fashion. Really, you know, uh, I don't know the the illegal soapbox derby. You know about that, guys? You are, you are. <laughs> you know, Evan doesn't, but uh, Robbie's like maybe. But Wade's was there from the start. You know, so uh, that being said, that we mentioned now. Yeah, we mentioned it out loud. <clears throat> you are. Might be having that company. Yeah, we'll work on that. We need more underground events. Well, yes. Um, yes, guerrilla events are the way to go. Don't ask for permission. Don't ask for sanctioning. Just do it. Well, the Soapbox Derby used to be a big event for many, 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 many years uh, back in the day. Uh, uh, you'd go over uh, over at the uh, at the uh, the park up there. What, Bernal 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 Heights. Bernal Heights Speedway. Bernal Heights Speedways, and the, and the fact of the matter is. Um, yeah, it was a, a different time of life where, uh, you know, a lot more of the uh, people here that lived in the area uh, were artists, I mean, motorcyclists, uh, bicycle messenger, same Zeitgeist crowd back, back then, and, uh, you know, uh, worked in shops and stuff. And so they had those, uh, uh, well, uh, really, I mean, every way, shape, and form of uh, uh, soapbox derbies, you know. Yeah, the rule is you had to make it yourself beg borrow or steal your wheels and parts and build something i mean some people just yeah. use shopping carts i mean it was kind of an anything goes yeah, well that's what it, it, said, it ended up know, that way but make it yourself yeah you and know. So, somebody yeah. showed up with a go-kart one day and did really good at spinning donuts but luckily the local talent beat him down the hill with something homemade yeah that was supposedly the rule you have to make it yourself and you had to have a beer holder yeah, exactly. You know, it was like a, it was a great time. Also, I mean, you had uh, all local folks around. Uh, you know, how many turns, Wade? <laughs> Five turns. Dead I Man's Corner was was four, turn four, and the crowd was on high on the outside in the yeah. danger zone. And you weren't fucking around down there. You were actually going down the hill at speed, so you weren't fucking yeah. around. I mean, really, I think a lot of the a lot of the folks actually wore gear and helmets, and a lot of the 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 the, the, the 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 cars they made were handmade and you know some were actually literally a pallet with some through bowls and some, <laughs> yeah. I mean they had every it, every way shape and form a, a, yeah, a derby car it was some and, that uh, didn't work and needed to be pushed most yeah, of the way exactly. most of them rolled down the hill exactly it's like uh, it was a steep hill and some of the hills I, I think were, we got um, to like thirty five miles an hour exactly the top the competitors were actually flying down that hill. You know? Yeah, remember we used to wear helmets and stuff. Well, I'm not one of the we top all went competitors and got helmets. back then. You were you were actually competing there, Wade. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, down below, you actually guys were you were flying down that hill, three deep, and doing your things. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. were racing. Yeah, it's ra- racing proper. And then they they made their own trophies and everything. It was totally dynamite. You yeah. what? You guys are making your own trophies? Uh, yeah, it was cool. Oh. You know, great time in uh, San Francisco life back in the day. Uh, and uh, maybe we should, you know, somehow get that back. And, uh, yeah, that would be really, really neat, actually. You know, what's, you know? what's stopping us or a small group of people from just doing it, not asking for permission? And Property. It, instead of it's uh, instead of 50, 100 people being out there, what if it was just six or ten people? And, you know, mm-hmm. don't ask, don't tell. I don't You know, uh, Robbie, this is where small things come to greatness because, you know, we're live and there's four of us sitting in an institution that was like, 
this is now where we can create an army. Yar, <laughs> you know, like, what's stopping us? It's like, nothing, because we're actually alive right now. I was like, you know, ah, oh, you want to do this? Let's, let's go underground, do this. Yar, go there, there, there. Nothing's stopping us right now. It's better to mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness than permission. Well, we got... We got we 30, some land up in Lake County or something. <laughs> well, I'm thinking we got 35 listeners. Guys, spread this out. You know, it's like, it'll be awesome. Nothing's stopping us from making an army to do those. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, we really are alive. So, yeah. We, and this might be listened to in Russian. You know, it's did like you say Ukraine we have? Ukraine and you know, cops over are there, too, everywhere. Like no, everywhere in the world right now. Did you say we have 35 listeners? Well, maybe I'm, I'm kind of like exaggerating, <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> well, you got know. one in South Carolina. Yeah, well, well, yeah, he called it today, so we got one. Yeah. Anyways, guys, you know we're getting close down to the minute, and uh, you know, uh, thank you, Evan, you know, for coming in, and you know, yar uh, yar. Got another bike, you're just plodding along, Bob's your uncle, and you're leaving out of town Friday, and I really, really, really have a great time. Get the hell out of here and fix your leg, and man, the way you're talking about it, you're going to have a great time with your family. Thanks, your friends, Alex, actually. And thanks to yeah. you guys, and uh, happy holidays to everybody. Yeah. All 35 of you. And, uh, <laughs> and we're here, yeah, to, yeah. here to announce uh, the new monkey stunt moto school for stunt, stunters, aspiring stunters, how to you know be a stuntman, crash, and walk away. It's on. Yeah, it's like, we just have seen the box. So anyhow, yeah, yeah. And uh, wait, uh, put out the uh, good old uh, thank you, subculturation sponsors, and... Uh, Holy moly, uh, going back to Australia soon, and uh, I think we covered everyone on our list of sponsors, but thank you again. I really thank you, Pamtastic and uh, Mutiny Radio, for having us here, because it's a wonderful place to be, and you know, it's it's so cool to be able to have a, have a way to uh, communicate with all our pals, including in North Carolina. Ned, Ned's Ned Ned sibling North in North Carolina. Carolina. Yar, yar. Go North Carolina. Next See you in Daytona, buddy. <laughs> yar. Right on, right on. So anyways, we are on and off soon. So uh, anyone else? Give a shout out. I think uh, Robbie, come on, you know, Jenny. Hello, Mary. Jenny. I'll be home in uh, half an hour. Yeah, Jenny. No, we won't. Yeah, Mary, Mary <laughs> hold him Christmas, down. Hold Jenny. him down. Actually, yeah. one more from the island is uh, Katie Wakeman, who made the uh, trophies. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, um, thank you, actually. She does great uh, work. Evan, uh, yeah, actually, uh, you know, uh, shouting that out, we gave everyone a big thing, but, uh, you know, um, Katie Wakeman uh, had to go to the hospital for a second. She got all fixed uh, in the sense of getting my hope rate. so. Well, they, they did their radar. Well, they did whatever they had to do to gauge what uh, had to happen. But that one thing's nothing. The other, she's always made the best trophies. And uh, I got to say, it's been at least six years or something. That's, uh, everyone covers her trophies. You know, they got a lot of bunch of other trophies, but these trophies are all handmade, and um, they all say, you know, I've had a bunch of million trophies, but this is the best trophy I ever had. You know, <laughs> one of these days I want a Katie Wakeman trophy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, my goal go. in life. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's a you know, each one is a piece of art in its own. You know, and uh, you know, 
go from there. But uh, anyways, uh, feel better, uh, Miss Katie, and uh, everyone else. You may uh, have a great Christmas. I don't know. Wait, are they doing a Christmas ride on the SMR? Oh, yeah. Always. All right. Uh, SMR boys have a great Christmas ride, and uh, everyone else in between, you know, uh, be safe out there, and uh, hopefully you can enjoy Weezer. <laughs> Cheers, guys. All we got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
you want it, you can have it. But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. Cause everybody
They hear you through here, and you hear them through your headphones.